How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 hello, everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today, we are talking about what happens when women out earn men. And I know this shouldn't even be a topic, but it is. It's something that comes up all the time. It's something that I see often in relationship conflict around who's earning what and the value that a partner brings financially to a relationship. So historically, men have been the hunters and women have been the gatherers, right? So men have always been known as the breadwinner in, you know, in their tribes, in their families, and while women would be the ones that sort of tend to the home and the children. And while we still see a lot of this, and this is around in our in the 20th century still, we have evolved a little bit. We could consider that, you know, men and women are sort of heading into an even playing field to some extent. We're seeing women not only earn probably the same amount as men or their partners, but you know, some of them are even out earning them. We see this because a lot of women are moving into decision-making roles and the women in business are going into the next level. And so this does have some type of impact on relationships, believe it or not. We do see some of the roles being shifted. Sometimes the men not sure as to how they are supposed to interact with this change or this growth in their partner. You know, what's money got to do with it? Well, a successful relationship does really require mutual respect. It requires teamwork and communication. When it comes to what each partner brings to the relationship table, it can be a very difficult issue to navigate because there can be a power dynamic shift right, when income is involved. Money tends to be one of the biggest issues couples face today. And finances and financial stress and financial burden is a real triggering topic for some couples. And for those that struggle to communicate on the best of days, you throw in the mix of financial hardship or financial decisions in there, and it can become a real hot mess. So it can really be a bit touchy and and sometimes even a very personal subject for couples to discuss. Um, I've seen a negative, this impact relationships in a very negative way, especially when one partner out earns the other partner and their questions around the value that each partner brings to the table. Now, it's not, it shouldn't always be about money. And unfortunately, what happens with money in relationships and what I've noticed is that with money can come power. And on the surface, it seems like both partners are equal, you know, they're equal partners. And that may be true for some of the time and for some couples. But for others, it isn't a real unspoken power, balance of power. It may be true for some. But for others, it's really this balance of power that causes friction. And the issue becomes more prominent when discussing money 
and where the money should be spent and who should be buying what and who's entitled and especially around those real big ticket items like how much to spend on a house and where and a car and who drives what and what car should they buy and and all of those things. So a lot of those things can cause conflict in a relationship. So although you probably, you know, imagine the male in the relationship being the driver in these big decisions, sometimes that's not the case. And then what happens when it's the woman that makes those decisions more so than the man? And this is becoming more normal than ever for women and for women to become the breadwinner. Some men are moving into the she-mum roles and are happy to do that. Uh, while the women are out there, you know, working their butts off and contributing financially to the family home. But women in general at the moment are, you know, not only studying more, they're working harder. Some of them are putting off starting a family to pursue a career. And they really are shaking up the real traditional way we looked at relationships, but also shaking up the way we, we balance out our work and life. So women earning more or equal to their husbands or partners is still likely to carry out many of those inverted commas, womanly chores around the home. So a lot of the domestic chores. So not only are they working in business, they're also still cooking or cleaning much more of the time than, you know, their partners. And as women and men are both working the same amount of hours most of the time, women are really getting fed up with this and they're forcing men to pick up a lot more of the chores compared to, you know, those other single income households where one person is at home and the other partner is at work. However, those homes where, you know, the husbands are out and they're working and the wives or the, part, the the female is home looking after the household and looking after the children. Throughout the day, they've got plenty. I mean, the hours fly by for those women. And I know this even from personal experience. By the time you drop the kids off, if you get to the gym, you get home, you cook dinner, you clean, you run the errands, all of these things that you sort of accomplish in the day and your your day just flies by. So it's not like the person that's at home just because they're not working in a job or in a business, it doesn't mean they're not working. Especially when kids are involved, there, there isn't a dull moment. And I know that from experience. I don't think there's one minute that I sit down and say I rest throughout the day. Uh, there's just not enough hours in the day to be able to do that. So this increasingly becomes extremely frustrating and tiring for women. You know, the trend of women earning equal to or more than, their, than the men is not going to slow down anytime soon. And it's a matter of really how both the men and women can help each other out through this transition into, you know, another way of living, a different way, something they've never experienced. It's like forgetting the traditional roles and really pioneering through a new type of generation. The old roles really served a purpose at that time. Most of the roles that we did in history were very male dominated and that no longer is the case men and women are really available to do any job that they like and equally, I would suggest. It's frustrating because it doesn't matter how much a woman works, there's still this underlying pressure to do it all. So if you're going to be a businesswoman or an entrepreneur, there's almost this added pressure of, well, if you do that and you're not good in the home or if you're not contributing 
how a woman should in the home, well, then you're not good enough. So the pressure is I can look after my kids, I can look after my family, but I can also be an entrepreneur. I can always or I can hold a great job or I can, you know, be a businesswoman, but I have to do that part as well. It, it's interesting because you don't see men in that conflict, but you still see women in it. And, you know, men love to be needed. So when their partner is able to really earn a solid income and stand on their own two feet, some men feel a little bit, you know, emasculated and that they feel like they're probably failed as a provider, but this is so not true. Being the sole breadwinner in a family can have its disadvantages. I mean, the pressure on the men to do all that on their own really adds up. And that extra financial pressure that gets put on them, whether it's around a promotion or, you know, the the long hours or if something happens if he gets unwell or, the you know, we've gone through COVID just recently, if the business goes bust, there's a lot of pressure to provide for the family. So to hold a steady job, avoid injury and all of those other unforeseen circumstances, why would a man put themselves in that position? You know, if they were no longer working, the family would really suffer because of it. So there's some real benefits in having, uh, you know, a woman contribute financially to the family, not not to mention, I guess, if she's wanting to go down that path, her feeling really good about herself being able to do that. So I reckon, you know, let's forget about these gender norms and let's just ditch the ideology around who is the income provider in the family? Because it's not always the man. It doesn't need to be the man. Really, the men in in the families could feel less stressed if their partners are earning more and providing the household with an extra income. But what we are seeing, and I know that I'm seeing this, is that as women move into this the world of business and career, men are being forced, almost forced to become hands-on in the home. And some of them don't like it, but it only does, it, it helps out in the running of the family and it helps your partner and it helps get things done. I mean, the men live in the house too, right? And so whether it's the woman at home or the man at home and they're sharing these duties, it makes sense to make it work. It's not only then, it sounds, it sounds silly, but by helping out a partner at home with the domestic chores, it strengthens the bond between the two of you. It, you know, creates a closer connection, not only with the two adults, but also with the children. When the children see a parent in the home being hands-on, they feel connected, uh, more connected to that, that parent. So I know it's a real balancing act and men really need to uh, 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 sort of evolving in this space, especially when their wives are earning you know, more um, in the household income, they are really learning to adjust and work out what does this mean for me? What does it mean that my wife out earns me or she's earning more? Does this mean she has more power? Does this mean that she has more right? And so we start to the limbo of, you know, who's contributing and where the power shifts. Earning money doesn't always need to come with the notion of power. If anything, it can come with a notion of contribution, which puts it in a different space. But you do find that with men who have wives that earn just under half the household income, so they're bringing in half of what their partners are, usually are quite happy 
So as they still aren't solely responsible for the financial health of the family, they still hold most of the power. And that's really interesting because they're happy for their partners to work, but happier if it's less than them. Not all households can or want to carry, you know, this type of 60-40 split or whatever you want to call it because it's in- instrumental in how the power dynamic shifts for the future dire- generations. It's for, you know, our children watching. And if we just can get it right, if we can just contribute both of us in any which way, whether it's financial, domestically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, if we just concentrate on contribution rather than hang on, I've got more power, I've got more money, I've got more rules, I've got more love, whatever it is. If we just push for, you know, real gender norms and change the um, the financial scales in favor of women being equal to men and, you know, men being equal to women in the domestic chores, I think we could create a real fair and just world and we'll have some really, you know, open up space for some really successful women. So a successful two-income household only works when both partners are comfortable with how much each other are earning. Although it um, might be a bit daunting initially, they, you know, equally contribute and their effort and time uh, to maintain the household, the children, the relationship should be equally gifted to each other. I mean, why are we holding out? So I do want to say that money does make a difference in relationships. It is one thing that I have found that if you're in a financial, financially well place and you've got good financial hygiene, it tends to be the one thing that you don't need to fight about or argue about in a relationship. I think what happens is that it's not always about the money. What it is about is, okay, go earn the money, but it's shifting the ideology of what a woman should be doing in the house. And I think that's where we come unstuck. I know for me in my journey, it's been really difficult being someone that is so career-driven, so focused on being, you know, having success and feeling successful and contributing to community that I've struggled big time not to meet the expectations of a family of friends, of what a woman or what a mother or what a um, partner should look like because it doesn't fit in their box. And I think that was the hardest thing for me when I was coming into this role, not only of Dr. Love but also away from here in some of the corporate work that I do. Um, You know, a lot of that work meant some big hours and some big uh, time, lots of time away from the family and people around me didn't cope they were like, you know, you're spending so much time away from the home that, you know, the dinner's not ready or, you know, the clothes weren't, I, I needed that shirt and it hadn't been washed or it hadn't been ironed or I needed my shorts but I couldn't find them or I had to, you know, I had to take the kids to sport today because you weren't home on time. So those little things started to eat at me and the guilt of being, of, of juggling career success and family really at a stage got to me and I thought, how do I manage this? I did learn the dance of, you know, almost training the people around me that this is actually the way I want to do life and it may not fit the idea or what the picture in your head and I'm sorry I can't, you know, meet your expectation but this is me and this is what I've got to give and this is my all but 
the other part of my life away from being, you know, a domesticated woman and a mother and a partner and a daughter and a sister and a friend is what I do in my career and what I do in my business. And that's a really important part of my life. And so I wasn't willing to compromise. And so everyone around me needed to compromise in what they thought I should be doing and really listen to what I wanted. And I think that's what happens is that a lot of people get caught up in thinking they know what you should be doing or thinking they need to tell you what it is you should be doing as a person. Uh, That wasn't going to, that didn't cut it for me. I wasn't going to stick around and wait for people to tell me how I was going to live my life based on a picture they painted in their head that I actually couldn't see. It was in their head and I didn't have a clue about how to meet that expectation. And so that caused some conflict for me um, moving through my journey. But I do uh, know that it wasn't just about the financial contribution. It definitely was around uh, breaking the ideology of what a woman was in the house. So I do want to put it out there that if you're a working woman juggling family and friends and, you know, partners and um, a business or a career, I feel you. I know exactly what that feels like. But I will say to you, don't play small. Don't allow someone's picture in their head that you can't see that they, they can only see keep you small and keep playing to what it is they want for you because that's actually not for you. It's to serve them. That's what they want. They're they're serving their own needs by keeping you small and they're not thinking of your needs. So to the women out there that are venturing on to a career or out there killing it, who are managing kids and families, kudos to you. It's not an easy run. It never is an easy run. But what we keep doing is getting up and we don't give up. And when the times get tough, although we stop, reflect, we might we might even need a rest. We might need some self-care along our way. What we do is that we just keep going. And so I'm going to put it out there, whether it's a man, a woman, and you're earning more in your relationships, just appreciate the contribution. Understand that the ideology around a female or a male only exists in your own mind and it doesn't need to be true for your relationship. This is Dr. Love, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at dr.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.